Hi there. Welcome to this week's episode of the podcast with me, Russell Davis. When I think back on my success, there's a part of me that says my striving helped me create that success. Whether it's getting my degree or the career I had, part of me thinks, oh yeah, you pushed and you achieved that through striving. One of my clients have created success and they believe the same thing. They need that striving to push out of their comfort zone to be their best. What if that's not true? What if you can create that success? We created even more success with far greater ease and well-being. What is it we need to bring more flow into life? How can we bring more ease and flow and create the things we want without striving? Let's dive in and find out. Many of my clients have created a lot of success in their lives, but it's from a place of striving, and I could really relate to that. I could look back over my life. Time at university, I very much was striving to succeed. It was fueled by fear of failing. And we had uh, experienced many years of infertility. And when I was trying to improve my own fertility, I really worked hard, I did everything I could try and prove my fertility on a four month program of doing all sorts of things that can make a big difference, but actually didn't in my, my instance. What, what helped me change my fertility is, is the essence of this, this talk, and I say the difference between striving and flow. And we can look back at our lives and the striving part of us is, I created all your success. And it comes across as something we need, as if we need to strive to achieve things we want in our lives, to make the differences and the changes we want in our lives. And the thing is about that striving is, as I say, often it's fueled by fear. It often brings a lot of symptoms like fear, stress, anxiety, and often stuckness. We're striving and striving, but often not changing the things we want to change or creating the things we want to change because we're coming from a place of striving because it's coming from a place of fear. And, and we don't need that striving to create that success. I really believe we could create that success with far greater ease and well-being without that striving. And I believe we could create even more success without that striving. We don't need that striving for success. That striving actually prevents us from perhaps creating even more success and prevents us from having more ease and flow and well-being in our lives. So what is it you need to do to let go of the striving? How can you create the success without striving, without pushing? I think it's about that sense of flow. And people talk about it in the sports world or music. If I talk to a client who maybe plays an instrument, I work with professional musicians and professional sports people and you know, anyone amateur or professional, when you play an instrument or play sports, you know you do your best when you're not thinking about it. And sports, they call it being in the zone. It's a non-thinking place. And it's about surrendering to that place. So what are we surrendering to? We're not thinking about it, we're trusting. Or what are we trusting? I think in my experience, we're trusting two things. One is we're trusting ourselves. 
And when you surrender to to the moment, when you stop thinking about what you're playing, whether it's sports or music, you're trusting your training, you're trusting your practice, you're trusting your ability to play and not overthinking it. You're trusting your ability to, to navigate the, the challenging parts of the piece and just be in the moment and be in the flow. So a sense of trusting yourself. Trusting yourself, you're going to be okay. And trusting whatever happens, you'll be okay. It's trusting actually something deeper. It's not trusting your ability in that moment. You are, but you're trusting actually something deeper than that. You're trusting your ability to deal with whatever shows up. You're trusting your ability to, to deal with, you know, even not doing as well as you expect. Now you'll be okay. Whatever happens, you'll be okay. It's trusting your your wisdom, your intuition, your instincts were kicking when you need it. You'll know what to do. And you have the resources you need to deal with whatever shows up in life. Which takes the pressure off that performance. Takes the pressure off achieving that goal. It's about on one hand, knowing you're okay, whatever happens. On the other hand, holding the goal, that aspiration, be hold it more lightly. It's trusting your innate well-being. It's trusting you'll be okay whatever happens and also I think we're trusting something bigger than us I think when we do that when our mind quietens we drop into that sense of the flow a sense of being you know some days you feel like you're on fire going through your day just doing stuff again making decisions instinctively it's a non-thinking state but achieving things and just you're on fire state of flow state of being I think unconsciously we're tuning into something bigger than us we get a sense of we're okay, a sense of life's okay, whatever happens would be okay. We're not worried about the future, we're not worried about outcomes, we're just being. We're just being. And I believe we're spiritual beings having a physical experience. And I think we're connecting into something bigger. How relaxing, how relaxing would it be to imagine an energy of life that's got your back? How relaxing would it be to imagine Whatever happens, you're going to be okay because we co-create our life with a loving, divine energy of life that's got your back, that's kind and loving, that's non-judgmental. How relaxing would it be if judgment just didn't exist? There's nothing but love, compassion, understanding. If we could imagine living in kind of that kind of world, we can relax into it more. We know we're going to be okay whatever happens. We can let go of fear. And it's not pretending, I generally, that's what I generally believe. It's taken a while to let go of my habitual thoughts of myself and life, to, to be in that space, to let go of my old stories, the unconscious stories I learned along the way that were telling me that life is full of judgment. You're going to be judged one day. From religion tells us that I've come in a very religious environment um, that, that kind of taught that. I grew up in a, in a, in a house there where there's a lot of judgment of good, bad, right and wrong. So I was constantly working out what I needed to do to avoid judgment. I didn't feel safe just to be me, to express myself, to be myself, knowing that I'm going to be okay, I'm loved for who I am. So surrendering to, to ourselves, to our trusting ourselves, our innate wisdom, our innate well-being. But if we can surrender into a tidy energy of, of life that's loving and kind, and we co-create our life with it. So that letting go, that relaxing, that dropping into the flow, surrendering into a flow, 
How do we do that? I think it is letting go of of control, uh, control of of life. We can't control life. We can't control outcomes. We can't control whether we're going to do well or not. We can't control what people think of us. We can't control anything in life. We, as my wife and I going through 10 years of infertility, a young couple moved in next door to us and they're straight out of university and then met at university. And we got to know them and were chatting and, and they're saying how they had their life mapped out, what their plans were. And they told us how old they had their first child, how old they have their second child, and and what they're going to do with jobs wise, going to do this, do this. It was all mapped out. It was all mapped out. And my initial thought, I didn't say it, I didn't know them well enough at that point, is well, I hope you can have children, and I hope it works out the way you want, because often life doesn't. Often life doesn't. Anyway, we kind of lost touch, but then we found out a couple of years later through kind of mutual friends that they were divorced within two years. So life clearly didn't go the way they expected. We can't control life. We can't control life. We can't control other people's reactions to what we say or do. We can't control whether we pass or fail an exam. And it's letting go of that control, the need to control. It's letting go of the fear of failure, the fear of not being okay, the fear of judgment. And it is about you knowing you're okay, whatever happens. And not needing to know what happens. One of the things we often as adults hold on to is a needing to know, to control. I need to know I'm going to be okay. I very much fell into that habit of habit of needing to know. Sometimes I think I know better than Google. It's like, you know, when I the sat nav and Google Maps says go one way, there's a day I was once we were stuck in traffic and Google Maps was saying, you know, come off the motorway, go through here. And I was thinking, oh, no way. It'd be quicker if Jesus to stay stay in this, this traffic and ride this traffic rather than going through that town. I know it's a nightmare, those roads. Um, it was rush hour. Well, turns out I was wrong. <laughs> it's very much wrong because the motorway further down was actually closed. But anyway, um, yeah, sometimes I think I know better. One of my coaches, very dear friends, once said, you think you know better than God? Because I try and preempt, second guess. And that's a habit of fear of not knowing I'm going to be okay. Not trusting a loving energy of life. That I am going to be okay. Assuming I know what's going to happen. But I don't. Nothing can predict the future. Not even my thinking as much as I try or like to think I can. So what if you can let go of the fear, let go of the need to control, let go of the need to knowing? What if you can know it's okay not knowing? I don't know. Well, there's three powerful words we can say. I don't know. And be okay with that. And be okay with that. And trusting that your wisdom will show up when you need it. Trusting that things happen for us and not to us. Trusting that the energy behind life is loving and kind and got our back. Yeah, tough things happen in life. Cruel, harsh, devastating things happen in life. I wouldn't wish 10 years of infertility on anyone. But there's gifts in that. And it's easy for me to say that the other side of it. But I'm so thankful for some of the things I learned about myself within it. And I've had to learn to let go. I've had to learn to surrender and ask for help as a way of surrendering. I'm pretty bad at asking for help. I once got into trouble swimming. I'm not the strongest of swimmer. 
I can swim, but I got into trouble in wild water swimming once, and I had a bit of a panic attack. And uh, yeah, it's not like in the sea. I, I'm not too far out of my depth. I can swim a long way in the sea and still not be too far out of my depth. Um, this way, I was quite away from anything—a boy or, or, or the bank. Um, and I had to accept help. And some amazing human beings were there within seconds and and helped me, held me, and and it was a real lesson to 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 surrender. I had to lie on my back and just breathe and let them hold me while they were treading water as I calmed down and relaxed. Being held by these strangers in that way was a real powerful lesson to me to surrender and receive help and receive that help. Sometimes I make scary decisions. I left my corporate job, no idea what to do next, no job lined up. It wasn't what I expected. I thought I'd have a new job lined up, but I didn't. But it still sense in my heart it was the right thing to do. I was surrendering to trusting myself, trusting my instinct. That's going to be okay and trusting it would work out. And I'd navigate that. And I did. And I did. And I'm glad I did. Despite how scary it was and not letting the fear contaminate my decisions. Because I think I got to the point when I was realising how much fear contaminated my decisions. And I was, I wanted a change in that. I was fed up with that. So <clears throat> what if... We work with the energy of life and think like Taekwondo and some certain martial arts where you work with the opponent's energy, not against it. You take their energy, their movement, and you transform it um, into what you want. What if we can work with the energy of life? What if we don't need to strive? What if striving is about, about fear? And no one performs their best under any amount of pressure, even if it's us putting ourselves under pressure. What if your best ideas and insights and clarity and decisions come from that place of being, in that state of flow? And it's not striving, it's the opposite. It's the quiet mind, the calm mind of knowing you'll be okay whatever happens. That allows your mind to calm, to quieten. You take more inspired action. And I gave up trying to improve my fertility. I trusted my instinct was to stop everything I was trying to do. I had to do a psychological journey. I realised I had to let go of the fear. The fear of never being happy. The fear of not creating a loving, creative, inspiring life with a sense of purpose. And I thought having your children would give me that. And letting go of those stories. Trusting that instinct and how I do that. Who I work with. That enabled me to, to create the life I want now. And ultimately, enabled me to have our son. Well, if you can trust yourself, you've got everything you need within you. You don't need to strive. You can stop trying too hard. You're going to be okay. Whatever happens. Loving you.